Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. If Karga said you were coming, we have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. We got a big one for you guys. We just finished an awesome two-day event in our home down here in London, Ontario. Uh, I am joined with uh, quite a few faces today. We got Justice with us. Hello. We got Brian. Hello there. Barry Barter himself. We got Dave. Hey, everybody. And we got Scott. Daryl Kenobi. Not in any particular order. I'm just reading you an order of what Discord had you in. No favoritism. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, let's let's get things started. Uh, so it was a two-day event. Uh, 20 people were there for the first day. Uh, let's start talking about the first day and what happened. We had uh, some awesome rounds of X-Wing. I think everybody had a great time. Um, Looked like it. Uh, from the point of uh, Scott and Brian, you guys were hosting and judging the event along with Andrew, who couldn't join us today. He's on his way to uh, England. So, good travels for Andrew. Uh, and your, from your point of view, everything ran smoothly. No hiccups. Uh, everything was pretty much good to go with the start. Yeah, I think if there were any hiccups, they were small and pretty much unnoticed by everybody in attendance. So it's, it's the kind of thing that event organizers recognize, but if you've done a few things ever, you kind of realize that you always know more than the people who are attending or watching. So I think pretty smooth. Absolutely. And uh, if you are listening and you feel like you missed out on a piece of the pie and you're like, oh, I want to I see what happened. Greg at Nickel City recorded uh, uh, one round, or one game from each round. So, And he has a whole playlist on Nickel City X-Wing on YouTube. And if you're quick, you can actually watch all the recording on Twitch as well if you want to catch all the comments and stuff like that. So how so, many rounds was day one? Five rounds. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, first day was five rounds, and it went into a cut to top eight. I actually started watching the games on on Nickel City's YouTube page, and it's kind of neat to see our you know we, our our event up there on on YouTube. That's cool, and uh, the coverage is awesome. Yeah, Greg does a, a great job of that, and uh, early on, shout out to Greg at Nickel City X Wing for 
coming up, making the trip. Uh, he braved traffic and the border at which he was not stopped, frisked, or had anything bad happen. Uh, and he came up and put on a great show for us, and we really appreciate that. He did. I was uh, able post- to catch <laughs> some after my tournaments. Awesome. Yeah, he did post a funny video uh, on his channel on his way back home. He's going through the border and Canadian going into Canada border empty. <laughs> going out of Canada completely full. Oh, I bet. I bet. Well, going Sunday, to Canada, Sunday come on afternoon. in. Going to the U.S., fuck you. <laughs> That's what he said. Well, it's more like we yeah. just want to shop and take advantage of their awesome uh, U.S. pricing. Our, our little, mm-hmm. our poor little Canadian peso oh. being so low. I thought you meant the Americans just want to come up and take advantage of the Canadian shopping. You know. I think it's more like that. Cheap medicine. Cheap medicine. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Medicine. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Don't forget your rolling papers, buddy. Hey, it's hey. We have medicinal down here. Oh, now. good. All right, all right. About time. Get in there. Paper yeah. stuff. <laughs> Before um, we get into who showed up, how people did, what people flew, let's start at the beginning. Where? When did this all kind of come uh, to fruition? I know that we talked about it in a, in a previous cast, but we've there's been so much preparation. So much prize support that was made. Uh, let's just let's give some um, props to all of that. So when was this all kind of thought of? Well, uh, we ran our very first squadron event since I joined the squadron uh, in 2018. Uh, we ran that event in 2019 as a a casual doubles tournament and. Uh, after attending the PTL, Prototype Toronto League Open, uh, Andrew and I went there for a weekend in, had to be 2019 as well. Uh, I really wanted to put something together of that caliber, but even better. It's not that it was bad, I just like to go big or go home. So that, that was kind of the inception of the idea, to run a, a two-day style tournament where there were loads of prizes. They had great prizes for everybody. They had a few painted ships. And I said, you know what? I got a consignment order of about 20-something. Let's give them all away. And uh, that, that was the start. So we, we seriously started planning in December of last year, so 2022. And then the real work probably began... You know, all, all the planning was early on, but then the real work of making alt arts and trying to source some world's invites and all the other stuff that goes into it probably began by February. And uh, it was fairly consistent with one thing or another throughout most of the year until that until we actually ran the event. Yeah, that's... And it's been pretty awesome since then, um, especially making a price support um, it was so awesome to see so much interest in everything that we put together. Uh, I especially um, <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Ryan, uh, spoilers, but we did have some out of towners come in. Um, I'm just gonna spoil like some of the. Let, let's skip to prizes giving away. I I think everybody loved the meme cards. Um, 
and all the uh, we did the re uh, we actually printed out a lot of the errata cards so people would have them. Everything was so high quality and looked so good, and we had some ships to give away as well. Some, yeah, a few, uh, <laughs> just a few. Uh, no, there was a bunch, and we got pictures um, on the Discord, on Facebook, some of the prize wall, um, and the, the first one to go was the Hako truck to Ryan Sanazuki. And as soon as he did that, um, Timbo just threw all of his tickets at him for it. Apparently, he's had his eye on that ship as soon as it was posted, which was, I found, hilarious. Um, yeah, that Hako truck got a lot of attention and a, a lot of love. And people were were talking about how they were going to get it, who, who they were going to fight for it even. Uh, no, no fisticuffs broke out, but it was fun to see the excitement around that little piece of artwork you created. Uh, definitely, I think the most beloved uh, prize. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to break. And I'm y'all gave it to, to Ryan. <laughs> well, hey, uh, we did a random draw for who gets to shop first, and Ryan got it, and he immediately bought it and sold it to Tim. Yeah. I, I love that there's a, a secret underground exchange economy happening before the shopping even began. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was so much so much fun. And everybody is there's so much humor and everybody yeah, everybody has such a great sense of humor and it it, it just makes the day go by so much smoother when there's jokes to be shared and just no I, I didn't see any fists go up or any real anger. Um, of course, there's always going to be salt. You'll see salt happening. but Yeah, I saw some salt in one of your games. It wasn't you. It was no. your opponent. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of jokes, I yeah. finally got the full story of Socks and Sandals, and it is hilarious. Oh, do tell. So... And I'm I'm relating this third hand. They were they were telling the story to Ryan, and I just overheard from the judges' table. Mm-hmm. And and, and uh, reference for anybody listening: uh, socks and sandals got screamed at at the top of people's lungs. Like how many times? Repeatedly, and you could hear it on stream. Yeah, they would scream socks and sandals. So yeah, go ahead and explain the story. All right. So the story of socks and sandals. One representing socks and sandals is. Two crits and two hits. The way it was explained to me is you got to roll it naturally, uh, and then you get socks, which are the, the hits, and crits, which are the sandals, and they fit together. Uh, what happened, though, was that uh, an X-Wing player in the community, I don't know who it was because I didn't hear this part of the story, saw a person walking along the street, texting on their phone, just nose right in their device, wearing socks and sandals. So they're driving along in the car, and they, they kind of pull up beside this person, slow down a little bit, roll down the window, and just as they're passing, they yell, socks and sandals, right at this person real loud. <laughs> and they, they kind of have like a freak-out moment, look up to see what was going on, and all the while, they didn't realize they were walking toward a pole, and then they straight on walked right into the pole. <laughs> Dropped their phone, fell over. <laughs> It's the kind of stuff you can't make up. It was hilarious. The re- what's the reason why it's represented by two hits and two crits? 
Well, because the the hits fit inside the crits, right? Socks inside of sandals, like oh. you can see them. Yeah, but it's it's just a, another layer of X-wing community lore and silliness, and I love it. Is this a pure Canadian lore thing? Yeah, my understanding is it's uh, it came from the people in the GRX community. I'm okay. sure. I'm sure someone will correct the details of the story, but uh, I, I was laughing so hard that Ryan turned around and looked at me like, I see you laughing. Like, I've never heard this story before. I've been yelling it for a couple of years now, and I don't know why. I just thought it was a weird thing that GRX people did. Uh, but there's a story behind it, which makes it that, that much better. Think about uh, Worlds a, couple, a few years ago where uh, uh. people would yell heroic. No, but it, it was imagine yell louder than that. For the resistance, it's the resistance. Oh, yes. for the resistance! It's the resistance. That's right. I, I love that one. Nightmares on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was also a Canadian thing, wasn't it? I believe so. Yes, it um, was. Yeah, we we had a way of having fun with this game. <laughs> we just love to yell. Okay, it's true. Yeah, let's uh. Let's uh, fast forward to um, some of the special guests that we ended up uh, getting at this event uh, that uh, we've never had up before. And hopefully this will lead to a more popular uh, Forest City 2024, although I think that this was a very successful event. It can only go up from here, right? Absolutely. Um, we need to expand the Ontario-Michigan alliance. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so next year I'm coming up. Yes, please. Yeah, cool. yeah, baby. Um, we had Greg, of course. On campus. I'm telling you, that is the best find for lodging. It's forty four dollars for a room, and, and it's on and, campus. It's not and like it's on campus, so it's yeah. walking distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, my understanding is that a few people basically shared a dorm floor. And uh, so it was, was like an X-wing with party. Because you, you worked there, or oh, the actually, if anybody who's listening is interested, that's not a deal. Just because you work there, because I work there, that's what the. I mean, the campus is empty all summer, so the university turns it over as an Airbnb. And uh, I, I didn't even realize how cheap it was till I don't know a week or two before the event was happening. I told, I mentioned it to Brian, thinking it would be too late. Uh so, but luckily, a couple of people got to take advantage of it, and it, it, forty-four is that we said. I thought the ad said fifty dollars, but still, $50. Uh, maybe it was forty-four US. Forty-four US, fifty dollars again with our shitty. These days, it's nothing. Um, you're not going to get a better deal than that. The rooms are pretty clean, uh, and again, if you were, you know, like for next year, I don't know, it would be kind of you know, if enough of us pool together, you, you get the whole floor or two. Or I'm going to inquire about some of the. Uh, the university owns an Airbnb is a couple of houses. I'm going to see what those prices are like. They're really luxurious yeah. houses. Too. And uh, a little after party at the Absolutely. X-Wing we'll house. It. We'll work it into the ticket price. Won't have a choice but to come. Oh, that, that sounds so much fun. It, it really sounded like a great time. I, I didn't hear any stories about it. We we kind of got into the action on day two, so there wasn't a lot of discussion about was, that. But uh, it wasn't like it didn't get crazy. I mean, there was strippers and beer, but that was about it. 
no, there was no stripper. There was no Canadian night. There was no stripper. But we introduced <laughs> just um, a normal night in London. A couple of Americans got to try poutine for the first time in Canada, so that was you know you'll have to ask Ryan what he thought. Maybe he'll mention it on the podcast. He he said he had to go. He went to Smokes and Smokes routinery. It's, it's just okay. so it's so much. It's just so much I poutine. Mean, it's just heavy. Really only need fries, right? Okay, my homemade was delicious, so I want to come up and try it by someone who actually knows <laughs> what they're doing, though. So, well, you're coming to my house, and I'm going to make it for you. Just take them to New York fries. That's there one of go. the better ones. Yeah. Or, or like a, you know, a real restaurant. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, I really wanted them to go to New York fries. Unfortunately, it was closed. Uh, but before we get distracted about food, uh, let's uh, let's go to uh, some of the new faces. Um, of course, we had Greg again. come up. He hosted the uh, yeah he hosted the GRX tournament, and then he came up again to host uh, uh, our event, and it was a huge pleasure. He did such a great job, and he really worked with what he had uh, and made the best of it, and it was awesome. Even if there was a couple of hiccups with cords that were broken or internet that wasn't the greatest, he made it seem seamless on our end. Um, so thank you so much, Craig. We also had, uh, was it Brady? Yep. Um, where was he coming from? I thought he was uh, Orangeville. Orangeville. I want to say Orangeville. I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, I just and remember had, seeing something uh, Cody in the chat, like it was, uh, it was he was saying something about finally nice to meet Canadians, but maybe he just mean other Canadians. Um, okay, and then we yeah we had Cody Wood of course. Uh, Alan Sir Extraordinaire. Yeah, Luke. Luke was also a new face. Uh, where was I think Luke he was from? from Orange? Does anybody know? Oh, okay, so we had two from Orangeville. Um, well, I, I apologize to Brady if I have misattributed your your origins. Uh, we can always, I'm sure we'll see that again at some point. Um, it's an impose. Yeah, no, don't even leave, leave it in. <laughs> leave it. <laughs> That's uh, we had Cody Wood in. It was so awesome to meet uh, Cody. I've heard his voice and watched so many games of his on stream online. Uh, through Hexiled and other events. Uh, he usually goes by the name Smikies uh, in online games. Oh, I played uh, Yeah, and he, of course he brought his silencers. And uh, he really duped me on that. We had a game on stream together. Uh, he won by one point, seven to eight. And it was uh, oh, wow. super awesome. Uh, you came back pretty well in that one, Lou. Yeah. You tried. Yeah. Scenario. I, I tried Sorry. watching it, and then Greg's like, "Oh, Lou, you're just doing all the shitty things." I'm like, oh, "Okay, I'll turn this off now." <laughs> this is jump, like maybe jumping. What no. scenario? That was a low scoring game. So uh, maybe. it was um scramble. Okay. Yeah. He he killed a three point ship on the first turn, and I had uh objective control. But on the last turn, he decided to pick up an objective and it won in the game. Or uh, flip a switch. So, that was awesome. Yeah, sadly, uh, fighters don't like Proton Rackets to the face. And computers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looking back, if I had Hindsight 2020, if I knew 
how the cloaking five straight or decloak five straight worked on those things, I would have definitely overtuned the first turn and probably used my Hondo HMP to coordinate the evade and get some more green tokens out there. But I mean, three health, three agility, you never know what's going to happen. Um, uh, next, we had uh, Ryan Staniszewski of uh, GSP fame come on up from Michigan as well. Uh, I believe they drove up together, um, and it was awesome to see him and me and eat his wife's cookies. Good cookies. Beautiful, delicious chocolate chip cookies. They are um, very good. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it was just surreal. Like, I mean... When you think about it, especially since the move to two point, we're such a. It does like we're still a big community, but it feels like a a small community, like because we're all connected online so closely. It's like meeting. It's it feels a lot closer than it is. Yeah, I think so, and I think online does that for us. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also kind of uh, some regional connections, right? It's like a big family. Mm-hmm. Like when we get together with GRX, it's like a little family reunion. Oh yeah, it's a family thing. Let's just get together oh, with our, our cousins down the road. <laughs> Curse at them when they beat us. These guys again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you think of any other um, uh, maybe Americans or new faces? I believe that was all of our Americans. Uh, we did have a few players who were new uh, and a few players who I haven't seen in a while. Uh, on top of that, we're also just talking about some great players that we normally see. Uh, you know, yeah, that's good. Brendo, we had Cam. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever seen Kyle Pinkerton put on that much of a show. Uh, it seems sometimes like, yeah, he does okay, or other times he does really well. But wow, he dominated the weekend. A little lately. Yep. Uh, Kyle He's got top of right. Swiss. Gonk 72, yeah. 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 Is he 72? Yeah. Or is he born in 72? <laughs> I'm gonna guess born in '72, because otherwise you got to change your name every year, and that seems like work. <laughs> yeah, because he got top resistance player in the team tournament we went to. Then he just won a store championship, and then he came second place to this one. Yeah, he's he's having a run right now. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's take a look at the tournament. I posted the link um, on List Fortress that I just put together today. FYI, if you are putting on a tournament and you want your tournament on List Fortress, um, if you're doing long shanks, you're going to have to input it all manually. Unless you do roll better, then they have a way to put it in uh, just by exporting it. Um, exporting the link. I really, uh, I like long shanks. Even though you have to do that, I like the appearance for long shanks better. But that's besides the yeah, point. Yeah, roll better is still very new. They They could still do a lot. Um, but yeah, for X-Wing, I think it's pretty good. But Longshanks, it's built for a bunch of different game systems. Yes. So you can't really go wrong with that either. Um, yeah, let's take a look. Uh, do you guys want to look at the top 16? 
Or do we just want to look over the? Let's just look. I mean, let's... first off, one thing I noticed compared to my weekend um, at Lone Star Open, y'all have a lot of rebels too. Oh God! Yeah, by the top eight, freaking rebels, man. Yeah, like rebels are big right now. Uh, and, and familiars, so I think that helps when it's a familiar faction, but also a good faction. And Let's it has see. been doing well lately, so people are just excited to play them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's just uh, might as well go through it all. Dave, uh, we'll start right with the you. Had so, a, uh, a little so, bit of no, bad luck. It wasn't so much bad luck as uh, yeah, some, bad, some bad dice, I guess. Uh, no practice either, so I'm blaming it on that. The list was pretty yeah. good. I'm going to actually keep playing it for a while. Um, you got some solid oh, pieces. Oh, yeah. yeah. In there. I mean, it's not, you know, nothing I came up with. These were things that I just very picked what was already doing pretty well. Uh, I just didn't want to play Rebels, so I picked the other squad, that, the other faction that was doing really well in the meta. And I had Kylo Ren, but the. Um, not in the Whisper, in the Silencer. Or, or, no, that's right, in mm-hmm. the Silencer. The only thing more than five points in right? FO. <laughs> oh, I, I don't. Yeah, that's, that's it because I don't have the whispers. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I had brilliant evasion, outmaneuver, and advanced optics. Uh, Midnight with marksmanship squad leader. Alaris with uh, mag pulse warheads. Lieutenant LeHuis with special forces gunner, proud tradition, gunner, and analyzer. Gorch with fanatical and elusive. And like I said, I went. One five, but had a lot of fun. Uh, learned a lot about the list, and to be fair, how did you like squad that? leader on midnight? Squad um, leader on midnight. It's fine. It's fine. I can, okay. You have to make sure that you, you know maybe aren't going to be getting shot. Like I didn't use it on every action because when he's in the middle of the battle, it didn't make as much sense. You got to spend one of those actions on a, a lock. At least, right? The squad leader is it helps. It it's, it's a red coordinate, so he's stressed. Yeah. Yeah, but midnight oh, is yes, the one yes, where if yeah. so he locks somebody, yeah, that means they can't bother dice, handy. right? Yeah, so you want to do that eventually when you're in the fight, right? So you stop kind of using. I, I, I used squad leader to get a couple of barrel rolls and uh, early early maneuvers mm-hmm. in for pull it close by. I don't know if it was the right way to go. What do you think? I mean, it's an I six coordinate. That just sounds pretty solid to me. That was fun, but like I said, you don't use it throughout the whole game. First order just has so many efficiency. I do. I, do, I would like to mention though that uh, my first game was against Gonk seventy two, and that was the closest game uh, I played of the day. I only lost by one point. It was nineteen to eighteen. So pretty good. That's admirable considering how he did. And he's the top of the list, so... He was taking it easy on me. I don't know. His first game of the day. Exactly. I was just waking up. Hey, well... I mean, don't give up on it. I mean, first order is no slouch. I basically only played Rebels in first order. Uh, all right. Uh, next we got um, Luke Ready. He said he's from Orangeville. Uh, 
Hey, Luke, if you're listening, brave. Uh, uh, He was basically game seven for him, and he showed up at a tournament. I love it. Uh, All all the new players out there, just go start playing. I I saw Luke and Ryan playing in our doubles event on day two, and Ryan was being such a champ, just uh, helping him learn how to play better, and he was diving right in. I mean, good on him. I I applaud uh, any new player just jumping in. You don't have to be a pro to go play at an event. People in the X Wing community are so awesome; they'll just help you. Yeah, and and go out of your way to help them too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, be that um, person. That's how you grow. Like he was, he was making some moves. I'm like, uh, okay, you can. Uh, uh, what's the right way to put this? Uh, so, for you instance, sure you like, uh, uh, let's say, for instance, like uh, measuring air for a lock, but then taking a different action. Uh, let's use that as an example. Like. I was just saying, like, I'm super chill. I really don't care, but I'm just saying, if you face somebody else, they might not let you do this. Um, They might force you to stick with a lock action. So just remember, don't go measuring unless you're sure you want to take a lock. Yeah, and it's just learning the the order and rules and etiquette of the game. And when somebody doesn't know and you're helping them learn, that's a cool thing. Yeah, and it, it was super cool to see like all these X wings are four points, like uh, like and uh, B wing uh, Tendum at five points, Gina at four points, Corn Horn is such a good ship, um, but you just don't see him used because they aggressively price Luke so low. Oh my gosh, ah. Luke is such a good deal. But I it, love his list. It made my heart happy to see Tendum. Uh, and also see two B wings. I'm not in love with Gina, but uh, I do appreciate this energy. But ten numb? Oh yeah. Yep. Give me some more ten numb B wing. Yeah, he he knew what to do with ten numb. Uh, so Gina was like, "Oh, I don't want this stress. I'll get rid of it. I'll give it to ten numb. He might need that." Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Triple focus. Double okay. Stress was double stress, but that means he's double focused, right? So, um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming out, Luke. It was a blast to meet you, and we hope to see you around. Um, Absolutely. Honestly, uh, next... this could be a good 1.0 list, like Corrin and the E-Wing. Mm-hmm. Two B-Wings and an E-Wing? Oh, That's God, a don't, good... don't remind me that the E-Wing's fucking coming back with that Ahsoka show. Yes, they are. They're not going to be the same, though. We've, we've seen what they've done with the YT-2400 uh, and uh... the TIE Bombers. It's not going to be exactly the same. Yeah, uh, this, is coming. Dash is coming back. So. Yeah, today's recording. We got the uh, the the post about all of the um, stuff for the YT twenty four hundred reprint. It's it looks like it's only going to be Lebo and Dash, but we are getting a scum version of each. It looks like, which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but man, one agility at range one. Uh, it hurts. It does. It's going to force you to play a certain way. Yeah, but there's so many ships on the board. You can't just avoid everybody. I mean, no. this is getting. This is why I think standard loadout dash might be five points. How did this turn into a conversation about dash? Okay, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> moving, moving, on, on, to moving on to Gramps Dave. Uh, I I like to re- refer to him as Old Dave, classic Old Dave. Um, he, Dave, uh, classic. He, 
Dave classic. That's, that's the <laughs> that's other perfect. Dave that they're talking um, about. I really like that because every year I'm getting older and they keep calling me the young Dave. So keep it up, old Dave. Hey, win for you. As long as he keeps playing X-Wing, well, I can't, then you'll be young Dave. Either one, so. so good for him. Unless we get a younger Dave. Not, not allowed. I, yep. I, uh, then you'll become middle Dave. I didn't hear anything about it at the Dave, Dave meeting. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We got first order. Uh, another solid-looking list. Uh, yeah, pretty much the same list as Dave's. Just you swap Whisper for Silencer, and then you get Quick Draw instead of Scorch. I'm a little bit surprised to see him running with this, considering that he has been having a lot of success lately in uh, playing First Order Bombers. Yeah, he said at the beginning of the day that he's going to try and throw some people off guard by uh, not taking the Bombers. Mm. Yeah, I helped him with this list. Because I, I flew with a similar list to our team tournament. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to ask him more about it. And, but yeah, he had a blast. He's always smiling, so uh, we'll see you at game night. Let him roll uh, dice, he'll be happy. Classic Dave. All right, on to um, R5 Don 4. This is Don. I had the pleasure of teaming up with him in our uh, team tournament. He brought a ton of stickers uh, on day two. At, at our prize table, which was really nice of him. A three-ship list. Big balls on this guy. He was really good with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Separatist, uh, fellow Separatist player. Got Django with Lone Wolf, Kantuku, Iron Bombs, Contraband. Zam with Notorious, Savage, Press, False Transponder Codes, Slave One, Dirge, Marksmanship, Proton Cannon, Sanity Blood, Proton Bombs. Uh, so this is Oopsol, Crit, Sturge, and some classic Jam uh, and uh, Zam and Django builds. Uh, one thing that's really different is the ion bombs and um, yeah, and Count Dooku. He's still worth his cost for sure. Oh yeah, I usually mm -hmm. love Dooku on Zam. I I, I love at, at the I six on the fire spray. I love having being able to take veteran turret gunner, but I can see um, his reasons for his options here. <laughs> and I overheard him saying, "Yeah, I'm just." Uh, flying this like this and uh, just taking it super casual so that when it comes to worlds, guess what? I'm just going to fool everybody and throw this at them and they're not going to know what to do because nobody's practicing against this. <laughs> nice. The old rope-a-dope. Yeah. Sorry, I gave away your secrets, Don. Um, uh, up, we're getting into the top 16 now. We got Scott Ross. Anybody want to uh, go over this Republic list. Well, we've got Sicko, Cetrains, and Salvo, which we're seeing a lot of play lately. Multi-missile pods and 3PO, which is a variation of the Barrage Rockets 5s. Gives you a bit more defense, but you get fewer charges since you spend all of them up front, pretty much. And then you got a Kickback, Future Coruscant, Boost and Slider, dedicated to the two 2-point Z95s. You got Anakin Skywalker, Siege of Coruscant, and Abal, I assume, Siege of Coruscant arc. Yeah, lots of standard Lodo cards. Yeah. 
Looks like fun. And the Saturation Salvo. Uh, just being able to reroll those defense dice. It's mean. Makes me, makes me sad when uh, for Alam and Zakis went up to like six points and this gets to stay at two points. Like, come on. Just means the value of evade tokens goes up. I do like this list for the inclusion of boost and slider. And a lot of times when I think of list building, I think of power pieces, right? All of this, this thing is going to be able to do some serious work. Uh, but I'm finding there's a real value in that two-point ship. And in this case, it's a capable two-point Z95. Throw it around the board, keep it to the outside for those objective pickups. Pick something up if you need to and just corner it and fly in circles if, if you want. It's two points. It's not going to kill a whole lot for you. It might chip in. But where their value lies is in objective play and forcing your opponent to choose the least valuable thing on the board to stop you from scoring objective points. Awesome. Um, next, we got Jacob at number 15, Flying Republic as well. Um, I, I flew against him in the doubles tournament. Anybody fly against Jacob? I flew with Jacob. Oh, uh, yeah, you did. Against you. You kicked our butt. Uh, Not that <laughs> Uh, yeah, he he was mentioning he's very new with the Adas, but he had Anakin and Obi-Wan in the SOC standard loadouts. Um, uh, practicing them a bunch, and then Sicko with only Yoda crew. Yeah, how did that work out? I didn't see it at all. It definitely helped the Adas keep their force for their abilities. Yeah, and so cool. being able to coordinate is pretty handy. I need to look at what the Yoda crew does. So Yoda has two force, and if a friendly ship range zero to two spends a force for a purple action or purple maneuver, then you can spend Yoda's force instead. Okay. And they get their force back. Um, so talent rolls, system phase boost, barrel rolls, basically. Okay. Uh, we, got, we also got Wolf, but not the standard loadout Wolf. This one has Iron Torpedoes and Veteran Tail Gunner. So that's interesting. He, he so you can throw a lock out there. Does Wolf's ability also work on uh, munitions? I don't believe so. No. Oh, I guess that wouldn't really matter. You have a lock to reroll anyway. And a lot. Uh, and a lot. Of course. Um, oh, lots only on primary attacks. No, no. Uh, Wolf's ability. Okay. And then uh, to round it all out, it looks like we got Abal in the e in the V wing with plasma torps, uh, Besh, and seismic charges. So. Yeah, we we got to see Jacob on stream, and he played pretty well. But then the last turn, the, the bombs just caught up to him. All right. Uh, up next, we at number fourteen, we got Tristan Singleton. The first of the Rebels, or the second of the Rebels, sorry, but the first of the Hans. Han the first. Yeah, so this is the standard Han list you'll see everywhere. The only yeah. difference is, like, Keo has Predator instead of Lone Wolf. Yeah, so we'll go over the uh, the basic. Um, so the one that I see switched out the most is Hull yeah. or Wedge, between Wedge and Hull, but... Um, it seems like the 
pretty standard list is Han, Trickshot, Perceptive Copilot, Biston. Or instead of Trickshot, you have Engine Upgrade and Chopper. Um, I like that version more personally. Um, and you got you got Luke, uh, stupid Luke. That's way too good. I have five points. Um, and you got Sabine Red with Beskar reinforced plating. My, per- I think that's uh, better than Lone Wolf. In my, it's in my opinion. Um, Wonder where that's it a works. tough to kill Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyo Vanzi of Predator concussion missiles. Uh, Kyo's loadout is kind of up to you. I've seen a bunch of different versions. And then this one has Hull Oaken in the Y-Wing, which is pretty terrifying if he ends up in range one of you. Advanced Proton Torpedo. Yeah, just yep. Yep. The fully modded the target APT lock. that Thanks. he can get back. He's not... Unless you let him, he's not going to get it twice, but he can get it back if he wants. Um, yeah, so that was number 14, our first Rebel. Uh, some scrub is up next. Looks like a certain lunatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, lunatic. Uh, lunatic uh, came in at number 13. I got a couple wins. Um, my first my first game of the day was against uh, uh, Jake Parsons, local Ewok. Uh, he beat me. Ours was the furthest game. For, I lost 14 to 18. I believe that my other two losses were only one point difference. Um, but, uh, yes, but I got a couple um, wins. Uh, but I took the Separatists. I took a five-ship list. Um, we got Dirge with the standard Proton Cannons, but I took Contraband Cybernetics and Seismic Charges in the title. Uh, I took Previsla and the Gauntlet. Uh, a simple build that I'm used to with Bokatong Crease for that reroll at range 0 to 1. Uh, veteran Tail Gunner and Contraband Cybernetics. Uh, that's new because before this latest update he didn't have an illicit slot. And uh, that stop and 3 hard are very handy. Um that are red. We got DTS-047 and the HMP with Hondo. We got Disc-347, which is the Siege of Coruscant standard loadout. Uh, I took this over the standard one just because it has um, marksmanship and afterburners, which you can't really beat with the four-point loadout of the original. And we got Volan DOS with marksmanship over to modulators and shield upgrade. Uh, the main kind of strategy that I have is running Hondo up the middle, and then it's usually previsible that it gets coordinated, and uh, I'm jamming disc because he usually gets free locks anyway. So the goal was the goal was <laughs> in quotes to uh, have everybody lock rocks at the beginning, but everybody in this tournament was so aggressive running up the board, you never had time to get your turn one locks. Um, unless it, uh, sometimes with dirge, and sometimes and always with the HMP, and always with um, Previsla. But uh, I, I usually got that Hondo jam off once or twice, um, t- to make any impact. Uh, 
And one of the, the cool little strategies is you can run 347 and Volandos together. Uh, Volandos can activate Overtuned. And because 347 has network calculations, you can share it with him. Mm. So you're popping Overtuned, getting three calculates. You lock whoever you're shooting at. And then 347 is right beside you takes uh, an evade or a calculate, usually an evade, and gets a free lock on that target. So you got calculates and a lock to double mod with both shots. And tons of um, tokens for defense as well. Which happened a couple times where I ran out of tokens before I could attack, but I mean, it's better that they're alive, right? 100%. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, kind of the idea behind the list. I have some changes in mind. Previously, usually went down in a ball of fire, so I might swap that for Grievous. And then maybe update one of the Tri Fighters to T81. Were you taking a reinforce with Previsla? Yeah, so one of the strats was to jam somebody and then get a reinforce and then do a blue maneuver to get rid of the stress. Mm. Then I could reinforce and that happened a couple times. But usually it... sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they weren't looking at them, so I would try and d- double mod with a focus and a lock, but most people are smart enough to stay outside of range one of that ship. <laughs> that was the yeah. of swapping Bo-Katan out for Grievous Crew or Grievous the Ship? The Ship. I think Grievous Crew instead of Bo Crew would be pretty good. Six points? I don't know. Same as Bo Crew. Yeah, but I mean, not guaranteed to get Grievous Crew off more than once a game. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I wouldn't be too impressed with that. I'd rather... Just take the unkillable Grievous, I think. In the ship. Anyway, that's enough about me. Um, let's uh, move on to 12th place. We got Jake Parsons. He's my first round opponent. Anybody else play Jake? Well, I did not play. Dave, did you play Jake? All right, played him first round. Um, you got your. Um, we're we're back to rebels. Uh, so this is the standard rebel build that we just talked about. Except instead of hole, we got wedge with crack shot or marksmanship. And Kyo has just proton rockets. Um, yeah, he got some good moves in, and I was able to kill his Han, but his Luke was untouchable. So. He got me by about four points at the end. I think eighteen to fourteen. Mm. All right. Next, I believe I played his list in the store maybe uh, the week prior, and uh, and if I remember correctly, taking down Hanso first was was what I did, and it seemed to be a thing that a lot of players did when they they faced a rebel list with Han Solo, was mm-hmm. get him down first. Uh, but he is one of those ships. Any like any big ship, you got to commit early to that because uh, you can't decide halfway through the game. I'm gonna take 
a big ship off the board. Either you're going to do it or you're not, and that's an early decision move. Uh, Luke, I'm trying to remember if this was his Luke because we saw so many of them. Uh, he has the tendency sometimes to melt. I, I saw a Luke during the weekend, uh, triple blank on defense. Half his points gone already, and uh, he was not long for this world after that happened. That's okay. You only paid five points for him. <laughs> I get the feeling you don't like Luke at five points. I, I don't. Uh, I thought that Ahsoka was too good at five points. <laughs> then this whole points change happened, and everything is crazy. Yeah, this is the new normal. This is the new normal. Um. Yeah. Well. Uh. Hey, Dave. Why don't you cover? Uh. uh sure. Timbo's I did actually list. play against him, anyways. So he was playing Rebels. Uh, Nohan, though, he had Fen Rao. I have never seen the Rebel Fen Rao out in the wild, so it was really cool. Oh, sorry, the was Fang. The, the um... Rebel Fang. Yeah, I had never seen it out played. Fang. No, I, I remember okay. the old uh, Peeve. He was out a lot. <clears throat> but on, honestly, up here, I had never seen him played. And so he had Crackshot, Predator, and Beskar reinforced plating on him. He had uh, the other, oh, another Rebel Fang, Odika Venge, with Predator, Mandalorian Optics, and Beskar plating. And that was a really cool ability to see, uh, you know, until you learn, learn how to avoid it. But, and what a combo of fangs. They were really good. Also, Kyo Venz. Kyo, is it just Venzi? Yeah. Predator Concussion Missiles. Sabine Ren with Beskar Reinforced Plating. And Chopper with Magva and Saw Guerrera. Uh, and his list, yeah, um, really hard hitting against against me when I played him anyways. I uh, did not see Bodica's two hits coming, or two shots coming. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I played Timbo. I made sure to stay clear of Chopper's arc, because that's scary. Low initiative um, with Magva. All my ships were four and up. He would have. You know, yeah. He had target lock. Mm -hmm. We were playing assault on the satellite array, so just that ghost is going wherever it wants to get all those points. Um, but yeah, I did notice in this list it really punishes you for not shooting a chopper which is kind of a thing that you want to do if there's a vcx on the table and you want to get rid of it early it's it's time to get rid of it early uh but if you chose not to do that you wanted to go after the other things because if you shoot chopper bodica's gonna get that double tap uh, you're also gonna get and yeah they're they're going to punish you back and so then the other option is don't shoot Chopper, and now you have a four-dice gun running around with Saw, which I personally love, uh, creating a really sad time for every other player out there. So I, I really I really do well, like I, this, I really this version really of the Rebel with list. I, um, with the Rebel Fangs, and everybody knows how much I love the Scum Fangs. I might try this, actually. Rebel things are the better things right now, anyways. I don't know. You'll have to convince me of that, but... <laughs> I 
I think they're the, definitely the better supported fangs. This is yeah, one of those conversations. Well, yeah, I mean, points. the well, yes, scum points. What can you do? Anyways, let's keep going. Uh, next, at number 10, we got uh, Arstani, Ryan Stanizuski. Um He's playing Republic as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got classic 7B Anakin. Yeah, you want to go over this one, Justice? Sure. Uh, you got Anakin with Brilliant, Compassion, Debris Gamut, and C110P. Which is the one that flips and becomes erratic chopper, right? Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, oddball siege of Coruscant. Um, guessing it's the uh, arc. Yeah, yeah. We got yes. wolf arc, but not the siege of Coruscant. We got expert handling wolf. No, that's siege of Coruscant. Is it? No. Nope. Yeah, that, that's custom. No, that's is it? Wolf yeah, it's custom. custom. Oh, yeah. but I see. Isn't our is our expert handling? Oh, I thought that's the same loadout. No, the Seizure Coruscant has Wolfpack, Veteran Tail Gunner, and Q7 Astromech. Yeah. Oh, I just okay. Never mind. Um, Contrail with crack shot delayed fuses, uh, Besh and proton bombs, and then Slider with marksmanship and expert handling. Um, I mean, arcs are big as well, but the Anakin is interesting. You don't see that as much. It's becoming more and more common to find. I like the debris gambit on them. I wonder how that worked out. I I never saw it happen. Like, it just makes it easier to burn the charges early so you're not stressing yourself. Yeah. I did see him pull off a, a great maneuver, though, with, with uh, Oddball and Wolf. Avoiding a friendly bump, because uh, Wolf had essentially bumped a ship in front. And uh, Oddball pulled up right beside took the red focus, and uh, because of the way the bump worked out, gave the target lock to his friend, and absolutely ruined a ship in front of him. Really clever play using Wolf's, or Oddball's ability. I love Oddball's ability. Yeah. And of course, Anakin's definitely, in my opinion, one of the best seven-pointers in the game, for sure. Um. All right. Uh, next, we got a fellow separatist player. We got a ninth place, Greg Chandler Burns. Uh, uh, sort of local. He's part of the GRX family out in Kitchener. Um, he took something similar to mine. Um, we got Dirge, but he's got Lone Wolf, Proton Cannons, Title Seismic Charges. Um. Big difference. I guess the only difference there is Lone Wolf over Contraband. We got Dis T81, which is the reroll tri fighter at four points. 
Um, so you take a bunch of, if you're attacking, you can reroll all your attack or any amount of attack dice you want, but you take that amount of um, depletes. And same for defense, but you take strains. Um, but you can just keep stacking it on. There's no limit. So pretty fantastic ability. Yeah, pre-fizzle, Bogotan crease, concussion bombs, delay fuses, and contraband. So instead of the veteran tail gunner, you got a bomb and delay fuses on pre. And then you got two HMPs. You got the Hano Anaka over E7 and an energy shell charge plus Kalani uh, DGS 286. Uh, Kalani is an interesting uh, upgrade just because it, can, it doesn't just need droids. You can use the ability for anyone. So let me just read out Kalani here. <clears throat> uh, Kalani has three charges with three pips to say that all three charges come back every round. After an enemy ship executes a maneuver, if it's in the bullseye of a friendly ship at range 0 to 3, you may spend one charge. If you do, that friendly ship acquires a lock on that enemy ship, then gains one stress token. Um, so it doesn't matter if you're stressed or not. You can still take it. You're just going to be double stressed, which sorry, I had to cough for a second. Um, We're saying uh, double stressed. Yeah, so you'd be have multiple stress. Yeah, so you would get. Doesn't matter how many stresses you have, you can still do this ability, but you just gain another stress on top. And you can only do it um, for one ship. So let's say a ship landed in the bullseye of multiple ships, you can only trigger it once, which I learned during uh, during our doubles tournament game. Uh, so yeah. Um, Solid list, got him into the top nine, got him three wins, uh, and just out of the cut. And for those who are looking to watch a, a good game, he his last game, his bubble match, was on stream. It was a, you gotta win and win well, and get a little bit of luck from some other people to get in. Uh, it seemed like maybe he wasn't going to get it at first, and then he really came on strong, sealed the win. Uh, great play. Uh, unfortunately, just 0 0.2 points, or 0 0.4 points out of the, the cut by strength of schedule. Mm -hmm. So his is, so it looked like, yeah, well, one point, oh yeah, because the lowest that got to the cut was uh, 0.48. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah. So close. Uh, next we got Mike. Good old Mike. Mike Asunik. Um, uh, we got some... This is what I was saying with Brian before the cast started. We're going to go over a lot of similar lists here. No, Not to take anything away from anybody. These next three pretty um, quick. They look very similar. Yeah, lots we got lots of rebels in the top eight here. Um, so, yeah, uh, number eight. Um, 
We got uh, he was six in Swiss. It's Mike with Rebels, Classic Rebels, uh, Predator, Concussion Missile, uh, Concussion Missile, Keo, Chopper, uh, Chopper, and Engine Upgrade, Han. Um, but you're crazy not to take Perceptive and Biston on Han nowadays. Uh, and then you got Hull and Luke, and the best got reinforced playing Sabine. Um, next we got at number seven. Fifth and Swiss, uh, Matthew. No, fifth and cut, right? Uh, uh, no, seventh and cut. Fifth and Swiss. Oh, wait. Oh, Other way around. Oh, am I? Yeah. Yeah, you took seventh and Swiss and uh, fifth and the cut. Basically, he's still bowed out in the round of eight. Did we, uh, okay. So he was. All right. How about somebody take over? Because I'm having a hard time reading this. <laughs> All right. We got Han Solo running with Trick Shot, Perceptive Co Pilot, and Biston, that very standard Han Solo loadout right now. And hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It works really well. Uh, got him through Swiss handily. And, uh, he ran into the eventual tournament winner, I believe. No, he did not run into the eventual tournament winner. I lied. He did. He ran into the eventual tournament winner, and uh, you know, when when you get beat by someone who goes on to win the whole thing, I think that's an okay feeling. Uh, the rest of that list contains Luke Skywalker, Paul Auckland, both of, both of them the Battle of Yavin standard loadouts, Keo Venzi with Trick Shot and Cluster Missiles. Sabine Wren with the Beskar Reinforced Plating. Uh, seeming to be pretty much the only way to run Sabine these days. Uh, a little bit different with Keo taking Trick Shot and Cluster Missiles. I think that's a cool idea. It's because, an interesting idea. Because you can side slip and you can get shots that no other ship can, right? Mm-hmm. If I could take can take Trick Shots on my HMPs, I would. That that could potentially be a four dice cluster missile, which sounds kind of scary, especially if you are able to pull that off twice in one attack. Uh, Hall doing work at, at three points, such a great buy for the rebels right now. Um, not only is he a, a decent objective taker, uh, moving at a low initiative for things like picking up, but uh, boy, that's Loadout getting him that range one advanced proton torpedo double modded. That is scary. And hey, yeah. if you lose him, it's only three points. Nobody cries over yeah, that. And re respect with the strength of schedule being 1.92, that means that you face the best of the best to get where you were. It's 100% true. That is, is it the best? It is the best strength of schedule in the tournament. The same strength of schedule as the eventual winner. Yep. Uh, so we got uh, next. We got Cam. Any anybody running or uh, Dave? Weekend, did you run into but Cam? You skipped at all? a player. Uh, Two players. Yeah, we got uh, Cody. Cody Wood. Oh, oh just the lists are so identical that it's hard too. to tell. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Dwight Lindsay. What a great guy coming out of uh, Durham Star Wars Gaming or Star Wars Gaming Durham. I can't remember the order, but. Uh, Really great guy, 
fantastic person. If you ever get to meet him, huge X-Wing enthusiast and supporter of the community. Uh, slight variance on this list, tossing in Wedge with Marksmanship and Predator. That's A-Wing Wedge. Um, oh, and all over Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, Wedge basically stepping in for Keo by the look of it. Or Hall if you want, but he's still got Hall. Uh, very good player. Ran a great tournament. Um, also knocked out in that first round of the cut, though. So now I'm reading it right, right? Six in Swiss, eighth overall. That's right. Okay. All right. Now we're back on track. Um, I just had to scroll up and read, but you know, can't can't read. Um, Cody. All right. Are we on to Cam now? Uh, Cody. Cody, Cody Wood in the Cody. first order. Yeah. So we skipped. We went straight to Mike and Matthew and skipped Dwight and Cody. Okay. All right. Um, uh, of course, I mentioned I played Cody. It was a fantastic game. Uh, that trick with the sensor scrambler um, cloak into a five straight. He said that's the first time he's ever done that. Uh, he just said it just seemed like a good opportunity. <laughs> Uh, yep. I'm sure he's going to do it a little more often now. Oh, depending on what he's facing off against. Oh, uh, for sure. And there's so many i5s out there. Depending on your, um, what you roll for road, that makes it a big, big difference. Um, what you end up doing, but uh, Kylo Ren, extreme maneuvers, marksmanship, sensor scramblers, proton torpedoes, and of course that's the silencer Ren. Rush with Predator, Fanatical, Advanced Optics, Blackout with Lone Wolf, Sensor Scramblers, Proton Rockets, and Commander Mallers with Megapulse Warheads. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but the Megapulses out there, the Megapulses make such a huge difference. Such an um, effective tool. Especially against my poor Previsla, just nerfing his attacks. Mm -hmm. Especially shooting out the butt to one dice it feels mm -hmm. terrible feels good <laughs> now if it, no no it doesn't <laughs> and and having three silencers on the other side of the table to me is still a scary thing they they are thick ships they are loaded for bear and they are no slouches when it comes to speed yes they have one of the best stat lines in the game up with defenders and fire sprays. Yeah. If you're flying first order, black out at five points and rush, that's just this is steel. Um don't sleep on that. And uh every time I played Rush, he goes from four hall to dead. Well you gotta get some tips from Cody then. Yep. Talk to him. Because I threw a proton cannon at him, and then he lived for the rest of the game. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll skip Mike, skip Matthew. We already went over those. Now Cam, right? Yes, it's time okay. to talk about Cam. All right, I did not face Cam. Not yet. Uh, did you guys watch any of his games? Uh, I know that there's a really tight game that he had. His and... game against Cody Wood in the top cut. Uh, this was the first round of the top cut. He did beat Cody. Uh, but wow, what some 
some great play from Cam. And I mean, we know he's a great player, but he started doing some stuff that I haven't seen done with bombs yet. And I think uh, with the tie bombers coming out, people are going to catch on, and this could be a, a real shift in the way that people playing bombers approach objective play. Uh, so what happened? The setup is that... Uh, let's talk about the list first, sorry. Darth Vader, standard loadout, uh, Battle of the Avon. Rear Admiral Chirino with Trickshot, Death Troopers, Seventh Sister, Agile Gunner, Electronic Baffle, and the Dauntless Title. Tomox Bren with Saturation Salvo, Barrage Rockets, and a Bomblet Generator. Captain Jonas with the exact same loadout. Here's okay, the setup. Um, uh, <laughs> Trickshot, or sorry, Death Troopers and Seventh Sister, I just want to say. That combo of crew makes me want to throw up. Abusive. But, you know, in a good way. Because <laughs> that's just so disgusting, but so good. Just that amount of control. But yeah, uh, continue. I, I definitely want to hear about this. Yeah, yeah. And you'll want to watch this for, for the visual. I, I cannot remember which silencer was facing down uh, Cam, he had both of his tie bombers kind of peeling to the top of the board, uh, avoiding an object, or going past an objective which he had already claimed, and going between two obstacles. Uh, this silencer was coming in from the left side of the board, clearly able to make a run after his tie bombers move, pick up the objective. This was scramble the transmission, so all you got to do is flip the switch and you start collecting points. What does Cam do? Puts out one bomblet with a one straight and one bomblet with a one bank, creating this no-fly zone around the objectives. It forces uh, Cody to, after he'd made the move, yes, I'm going to take this objective, to boost away from that objective instead of taking it. It also forced him to then spend another two turns out of the fight, needing to turn around and get back into the action because everything was moving uh, to the top left of the board, and he was now facing bottom right. Uh, using those bombs, it, it took a really important piece out of the action and, and let Cam continue to focus down on the remaining ships. So he's, he's separating the pack here and uh, neutralizing not only his opponent's ability to get points from him, but also to keep one of his ships in the action. Unless, you know, he wanted to roll four dice for damage, which Cody didn't. Uh, understandable play. But uh, I think this is pointing to something that we'll start to see uh, bombers starting to do. And, and maybe um, AMG is kind of intentionally making the bombers the way they are now. Uh, Deathfire with that range three drop at the back after moving. Uh, you can do your objective maneuver pick something up, and then say, don't go near this objective for another turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, that's, uh, that's some chunk, for sure. Mm -hmm. it's, but it's just crazy, like, how, how much of an attrition piece it is and how much of an objective list it is at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I think it yeah. does a lot of those things really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think since the beginning of 2.5, Cam has been eyeing up the Decimator. Um, 
Well, he's been falling off of scum lately, and Decimator is pretty fire spray-ish. <laughs> boost. Yeah. And this is so much health. If you don't have the firepower, if you're playing wide objectives, it's hard to take a Decimator out. Um, and that was, I believe, one of the things in their match, uh, Cam and Cody, that Cody started to shoot at the decimator toward the end, but it was it was almost pointless. You know, you you can't kill that thing. And having that much health, you can just go over an obstacle if you want. Uh, it's a lot of health. You can just say, "I don't care. I'm going to eat an obstacle. I'm going to eat a bomb. Uh, whatever. It's no big deal." All right. Congrats, Cam. Um, sorry you missed out on your invite this time, but I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, missed out uh, based on strength of schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah, next up we got Brady. Brady McCoy. McCoy, The last of the Hans. Yeah, he, he played it well. Uh, he brought Han Solo, Trixot, Perceptive Co-Pilot, Piston, Falcon Title, Luke Skywalker, the Battle of Yavin loadout, Sabine Wren, this time with a Lone Wolf, and the Secret Sauce, I think, Chopper with Magva and Saw. Uh, now you got two big bases. Pick one, the other is going to punch you very hard. And hit hard this list did. I think it had a great... Great Did you damage. Just talk like Yoda on purpose. Did I? No, not on purpose. You just said hit hard. This listed. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> hit hard. This yeah. listed. It did. <laughs> yes. Not uh, intentional. Yes. <laughs> no, totally but was. it it did hit hard. Uh, it was a tough list to to handle. Coming in top three in the Swiss and uh, finishing third in the cut. Definitely speaks to that. Uh, I also want to say, uh, Brady didn't realize after he got eliminated that he had earned a world's invite. And I, I was just thrilled to see how excited he was. Like, he was excited. Excited to get his world invite. Uh, we posted the picture on the event page. Go look at that face. Uh, <laughs> Things like that made running the tournament worth it to me. Uh, I learned I, I'm not in love with running tournaments as much as I am playing in them, but seeing people have moments like that, that's what it's all about. And he, he was just thrilled. Uh, the reason being that our runner-up, Mr. Gonk72, Kyle Pinkerton, had already secured his world's invite and got himself to the finals match because we had two invites to give away. One of them was passed down to Brady. So based on his 1.84 strength of schedule uh, and being third overall in Swiss, he took home the invite. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. One thing I'll say is that him and Brady ended up IDing on their left round. So if Cam had played Brady and beat him, Rob would come in third. Yep, uh, that that could have been a decision that cost Cam a world's invite, I guess. We told you guys not to do it. You don't get tickets. You don't get world's invites either. <laughs> Cam's like, ah, whatever. I'll go get my invite at some other tournament. 
I'll whoop on a bunch of Ewoks and show them what's what. Not till September. <laughs> and Cam, that's uh, plenty of time for you to win your invite and leave it to one of us, okay? Yeah, leave us alone. We only get the one. When's our tournament <laughs> in September? Uh, I want to say it's September fourteenth or twenty something, twenty first or something like that. Twenty something. Okay. There's so much time and so many other things to think about between now and then. That's like next week. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, Kyle. Uh, uh, I, it was a pleasure watching the finals game, but I don't know what the heck is going on here. Scott, what's going on here? For in this one. list. For, uh, for Kyle's list. Kyle's list? So this is similar to the one we talked about with Dave, well, both Daves. Yeah, Kylo Ren with Jamie Sweet, Malice, miss, Concussion Missiles, Optics. Which I think is a different one. I've been seeing a lot of either Instinctive Aim Missiles or Pattern Analyzer. And this one just doubles down on just Tarlock. Yeah. And then you don't have optics for use, but not a big deal. Does the well, the enhanced jamming suite does that have a lock into jam? No. Oh, okay. Locks and evades are the only thing you can't really blink. Good. And, uh, <laughs> we also have them with SFs with uh, delayed target lock thing where you can just switch your you can rotate your arc and target lock. We don't need that again. No. I mean you still yeah, have it. <laughs> you still have it. We just don't have any good ships so I'll use it now that SFGs are free, so there's no point taking methods on the SFs anymore. But regardless, we got Lieutenant LaHuse with SFG, Grab Tradition Paranalyzer. Gets the double actions on her loop or one turn. Malarith with cluster missiles, quick draw with SFG, fire control, fanatical, crowd tradition, and power cells to get that little bit of regen. And then midnight with wild leader biohex grip for that long range coordinate. Yeah, so don't give up on your first order because they're still very good and efficient. Mm -hmm. You have to be in the top eight. Yeah. Two very different lists in the top eight. All right, congrats, Kyle. And of course, you already had an invite, but on to. Someone who didn't have an invite yet. Our very own Brendo. Well, not our. He's ours. The gongs can pretend. The gongs can pretend that they have him. He's everybody's. Yeah, Brendo belongs to everyone. Um. All right, we got Brendo with rebels, but not what you think. Um, no Han Solo. No Han Solo. Uh, we got Sabine, Beskar, Kyo with Lone Wolf, Concussion Missiles, and this is kind of, besides Hull Oakland, this is kind of, and Luke, this is kind of where the the similarities end. We got Vectored Cannons on Kyo. I really like Vectored so, Cannons on Kyo. Yeah, yeah uh, on a low initiative A-Wing. And that can side slip. That art can be anywhere. Because with uh, the vector cannons, you end usually unstressed. So then mm -hmm. the your side slips aren't as punishing by taking. And you don't need the arc to be in the front to fire a concussion missile. Which is 
kind of funny. Um, uh, after that, you got Hole Oakened and the Y-Wing, Bodica, uh, Predator, Beskar, Mando Optics, very solid loadout. Horton Psalm, which no one expected, but everyone deserved, with dorsal turrets and thermal detonators. Uh, someone remind me what Horton does. Horton gets a reroll on attack for each other friendly ship. Is it each other or each? Uh, at well, range 0 to 1 of the defender. Oh, interesting. Because, uh, yeah, now I remember why there was, like, um, you would fly him with, like, the two-point uh, Blount at the time. Mm-hmm. They synergize so well. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Luke Skywalker. But, of course, he had to have at least two Y-Wings in his list because it's his brand new. And uh, is Horton three or four? Uh, he's a three-point Y-Wing. Oh, okay. Most, most Y-Wings are three points right now. With that three, with that loadout, it's definitely probably not worth it. To... Probably not worth it to take at four points with that amount of, with only seven loadout. Uh, and yeah, this was interesting about the list is uh, outside of Luke, who's really worth shooting at? Nobody. Nope. Uh, Bodoka's four points, but, you know, also a thing. The only Rebel list was six ships, I think. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think by design, he's forcing his opponents into... uh, uh, Brenda's forcing their opponents into some really tricky decision-making because there's not a guaranteed good target to go for. Uh, we did see in the final that Luke went down pretty quick. Uh, some bad rolls, and uh, you know it, it was not great for him, but it didn't matter in the end. Yeah, but that game was tight the entire game. Oh my goodness, what a fun game to watch. Uh, also, the game that uh, got Brendo into the final, uh, that was a fun game to watch too, so... Definitely go back and check out those those games if you are looking for a good match. Especially if you're looking for some different Rebel mm-hmm. kind of flavor. Um, yeah, I, I love that Brendo took what people aren't doing and made that a thing. And won with it. That's even more fun. And what yeah, the one the whole thing with it. One with one with what Brendo does. Y-Wings. Um, no, he just loves lots of ships. There's, yeah, He's always been a spawn player. Uh, but yeah, that's the tournament. Um, Justice, do you have any other questions about the tournament? Um, no, seems very you... fun. Yeah, it, it was a blast to meet everybody and see and everyone. And then y'all did uh, twos? Yeah, so the thing that we, we don't really have a list fortress detail yeah. of is the doubles tournament that happened for Did everyone that got knocked out. Bring 10 or? Uh, we played a uh, two-player 
list with a 24 point cap. Okay. That was to make sure that it was flexible enough to incorporate everybody's ships. I didn't want to say, well, looks like you're paired up with somebody who brought a nine point boba and you got a nine point boba. Boba didn't show up at all. Uh, you, you can only really run a couple of things. Okay. Uh, you're not allowed to duplicate pilots. You are allowed to duplicate pilots of different factions, I guess. So Luke, or sorry, Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader, okay. Uh, Anakin 7B and Anakin Ada, not okay. Yeah, so I was lucky enough that we had like just enough points to do 12 and 12 each. Um, I wish I brought it the two-point vulture at that point because it would have been so much easier to make a list of 24 points. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was fun. Ended up flying Zam and Dirge and my HMP and both my Tri-Fighters and... Or, or sorry, HMP and my one Tri-Fighter and Previsal uh, at 24 points. But the crappy TIE Fighter that dies to one shot without any help. Um... Yeah, I flew 11 points, so we could have 13 points for my teammate Jacob. So we could bring his lad and two Adas, and I had Wilo, Malarus, Midnight. And we were playing Scramble, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Tough one. You guys had priority on the objectives, for the most part. But we killed some chips, and you guys didn't. <laughs> No, it was it was still a great day. Um, honestly, before I forget, I just want to say this is the first tournament with this many rounds where I didn't feel exhausted oh, because it felt so casual and it was so much fun. Um, I mean, the only time it felt stressful is when you're dealing with salt on. With other people, right? Because you're you're trying to get a game in it, yeah. But other than that, it, it was it was great time. And I, honestly, after four rounds, I was like, "That it's the last round. Next round, I can keep going." <laughs> it, it it's not like uh, like some of our um, I don't know some game. Sometimes it's like even four round tournaments. It's like oh, I'm done at the end of the day. But yeah, this 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 was great. I'm not sure how everybody else felt. I know that you guys, Scott and Brian, you guys were running it, so time might not have flown by as much. But I really appreciate everything you guys did. We were watching the streams, so it was going pretty pretty well. Yeah. So at least we're still. I was worried I wouldn't have anything to do, but watching the stream made it fun. I'm just going to drop uh, in the Discord the tournament I got to see part of. Just to yeah, show y'all yeah, the... absolutely. Let's go well, just over to show y'all what this looked like. You could just see... One, we had Paul Heaver. He won, you know, three-time world champion. Oh, lots of Rebels. Ah, uh, just that scrub. Holy yeah. crap, lots of Rebels. Yeah, look at just the top eight. One, two, three, four, five. Oh my god. Seven, Eight, nine of the top. Oh, there's another six ship rebels. rebels.
Wow. And a lot of, I don't know, there's just a lot of uh, made-up names, so there's probably a lot of names yeah, that I know. But uh, I Paul Weaver is number one. Jeremy Chambly got second. Travis Johnson. One reason why I'm not crazy about, you know, roll better. Yeah. Well, I mean, Longshanks, you can still use nicknames and stuff. And. But, but yeah, on here, everybody just, you make up an account. It's just like, a, just so random. Yeah. But our winner was Republic. Out of 43 two scum only. Apparently. Wow. Yeah, there's a a disturbance in the force here when it comes to lists, and uh, oh, Scum is gun. exceptionally okay, disturbed. Okay. Well, at least there was a, a, a fire spray and a fang. Uh, anyways, yeah. Well, looks like Trogdor brought Dengar, Boba, Lima, Kai, and Bosk. The Z95. Anyway. We won't go over every list no, here. but, but just... I just want to share that we had a lot of rebels show up at Lone Star. That's yeah, what Lone Star opens, and then, not the and then the LVO is the Las Vegas Open. Yeah, all put on by uh, Frontline Gaming. Nice, and uh, yeah. Uh, I know that we're not an MCP podcast, but uh, that all went smoothly. I mean, it did. We did uh, five rounds, you know, mm -hmm. of uh, over two days. Uh, our finals were Wakanda versus Wakanda. And LSO, was there, there was no streaming, right? At all? Uh, not for Marvel or X-Wing. Is that the is that the same for Gen Con, or am I getting them mixed up? Um, no. Uh, Frontline doesn't do Gen Con. I'm just wondering for streaming purposes. Oh, uh, it so it's always up to us, like to get it, and there's only so much like room at the mm -hmm. convention. So like, Legion had streaming, Armada had streaming, 40k had streaming. But I didn't get set up for streaming. I don't know many Marvel streamers. Uh, there's just um, professionally casual network that I know of. Um, anyway, I just know that uh, GSP said that they couldn't stream one of them, and I'm just trying to remember which one it was. They probably can't stream Gen Con. Yeah, I, I hear that there's just not enough space. So. Anyway, um, uh, glad you had a great time there. Thanks so much for popping on right after driving back. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. It was fun hearing about y'all's tournament. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm going to have great memories from this weekend. And of course, thanks to everybody, Dave, Brian, and Scott. And of course, Andrew, thank you guys so much for putting it on. Really was a great time. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, it was a lot of work to put it together. And I think sometimes 
seeing tournaments happen from the outside as a player or you know an observer you don't really know what goes into it and uh, that makes me grateful for everyone else who puts tournaments on as well uh the the win really is that everyone has such a great time and and we're building great community among us uh the more we all do our little bit to improve the x-wing community the more we all get to enjoy it so uh, i'm i'm really happy to have done it and i look forward to doing it next year yeah absolutely and of course having unique swag for people to go home and remember always helps yeah, I, I wonder of, what the response on those custom bases are. Is um, I've I've never seen it done. I know we kind of do it ourselves in our own little squadron, but uh, I wonder what the feedback and what the response will be as those bases hopefully start making their way around tables in Ontario and Michigan. Yeah, I can't wait to have a combination of those with my custom ID markers and locks, like because they're all going to be. It's just going to be so colorful and. Awesome looking. For those that don't know, we had a top 16, top 8, top 4. Everybody got um, sets of uh, regular bases, but um, they were painted and have custom Forest City Open stickers on the sides, which were a pain to put on. They were fun. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) They They were so much fun to put on. Um, Watch your space balls. And I and I am the best was, at it. I, say, I was, was so perfect. A little surreal, the whole time. like so. Um, Brian and I and uh, Scott and Luke and Andrew were setting up Friday, and when we walked in Saturday, all the prizes are laid out, tables are dressed, there's drinks chilling, um, all the cards stacked ind- individually by card in their own pile. Like it was such a huge amount of work, uh, and it was so satisfying and surreal to see it all just laid out very quietly that first day before everybody got there. And awesome that we pulled that off, and I can't wait to do it next year too. Yeah, and and the response, man, uh, people were all over that prize table, just excited to see what they could get. Uh, everybody walked away with some good stuff even uh dave i know you know you organized so i already filled your pockets with goodies but uh you didn't have the the greatest oh, record what did my, you walk uh, away with sweet hot pink tie fighter uh, yeah i got the i had enough point i had enough tickets you got that one? The, uh, oh my god i wasn't That's at awesome. the, the grx team tournament so i picked up the little uh zip the little baggie that had their cards and the the strain tokens. And I think I even got something else with one ticket. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that to us, when we were setting this up, we wanted everybody, even the person with the worst record, we didn't plan on it being you. Uh, to be able to walk and, and, home and that with and a custom painted ship and some cards and in their each pocket. Individual game, uh, you know, I've got a stack of stickers and squad cards from other opponent from my opponents, right? So, yeah, I love that. Eh, people just give stuff out at tournaments. It it's one of those yeah, we'll have fun to things some about long, hard thought to how we top our prize pool next year. 
I am already cooking on those ideas, man. I, I literally sat down today and said, okay, what's coming out next year? Oh, oh and sorry. I started looking By the way, at all of the standard loadout cards that exist. Cards. We, we still have a few card sets left to sell, and we probably... Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping, by the way, for our next thing, at least for whatever, the package oh, so of the already move got prizes gets there for next soon, time coming in the right, any time. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, we're already building the pool back up, everybody. There, there will be more, and uh, it will be just as good. Everybody's on SBS on second right now. <laughs> yeah, can it post not much better? Um, yeah. Do you guys have any other uh, inputs that you guys want to bring up before we kind of close it out? Um. Speak to other people who've run tournaments and learn from them. And uh, it was it was really helpful to me to be able to get feedback from people uh, during and after, but also uh, getting pointers from other people in the Ontario community who are organizers uh, to give me some ideas and perspectives on things to watch out for, stuff to take care of. Uh, planning stuff out in advance, for me at least, helps big time because... Uh, I get a little bit upset when things don't run smooth. It's I, I need things to work. I'm a teacher. I got plans on plans. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Is that what you're looking for? Like like tips? Yeah. Uh, or shout any outs? shout outs? Uh, obviously, shout outs to my Ewoks, man. You guys. I, so for those who don't know, uh, we had 27 custom painted ships to give away. Uh, I painted five of them. Two of them were already painted when I got them, and the rest were painted by Luke and uh, Scott and Jake uh, and right Dave. I think you painted one too. You ran out of time. Okay, so uh, yeah, like I couldn't do it on my own, uh, and it, it makes me grateful to be part of a community, however big it is or isn't. Uh, of people who are willing to help me dream big and make it happen because I'm kind of a go bigger, go home person. Thanks for well, supporting I, my crazy ideas. I'm glad I'm coming to paint because I spend so much money on stuff to paint. So yeah, paint, yeah, yeah. You owe paint. us so much money. <laughs> so, so much collateral. Uh, you owe me a new Deadpool and Hydra Bob MCP set for more tacos. I'm I'm just kidding. So that we got the taco stuff from. Yeah. Uh. MCP set. <laughs> um but yeah, I'll uh uh my last input, I'll I'll end this the or I'll end my shout out the same way I started the tournament with a knock knock joke. <laughs> uh knock knock. Who's there? Ah at you. No, it's ah, 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 who? Ah, who? Sorry. Werewolves of London. I don't. I don't know. If, I'm I don't sorry, know if you're not. It's okay. <laughs> I just couldn't say werewolves of London after. <laughs> My kids hey. tell one, and it's like atch, and then you say atch who, and they say sorry. I bless you. I didn't know you had a cold or something like that. <laughs> Let's see. That's a better one. That's a better one. <laughs> 
It took a minute for people to get Werewolves of London. <laughs> like, what? Oh, it's a song. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a song. And it has London in it. I yeah. know the song. Probably right. You don't know the song? I don't know the song. Look it up. Werewolves of London. I'm surprised you don't know that song. I don't know both songs. Uh, oh, yeah, no, anyway, I can't add more anything. Shout no, no, Dave, uh, do you have any Thanks, everybody, for coming and, and uh, come back and do it again. Tell everybody, you know, um, and uh, yeah, Atreides, if you're serious, uh, we'd love to have you up here next year. We'll, we'll plan to have you involved. I yeah, am. 100%. It will be uh, on the first let's, let's weekend. Oh, sorry, I lied. We second record. weekend in July. That is July the 13th and 14th. Okay, all right. I, I'm going to do it. To book it then. You guys okay. are welcome to join me. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scott, any shout-outs from you, bud? Uh, just another shout-out for Nickel City for streaming. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And uh, any what, what was the game store that gave us the world kits? Yes, Tabletop, Tabletop Renaissance in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, Solon Wong was such a pro that, hey, I'm trying so hard to get some world's invites. I'm getting nowhere with these people, nowhere with these people. Uh, can you help me out? He's like, yeah, you know what? I, I'm happy to do that. X-Wing has kind of died off in the store right now. He's doing other games, but X-Wing isn't one of them. And he was so willing to help the community out. Such a great guy. Uh, he scored us two invites um, and uh, said, yeah, you can run this as, air quotes, my store championship. Yeah, we splurged it all on one tournament, baby. Oh, yeah, we did. So many German pose. Or, uh, yeah. So many languages in those store kits. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody was able to walk away with something fun. Um, any shout-outs from you, Justice? Anything uh, no. on your, on your side I've of the I very much enjoyed listening to about this tournament from y'all. Uh, I noticed a lack of Nantex, which... I think that's just a you know. thing. I think... Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that it's just not a lot of people buying the Separatists, and it's just such a fragile thing. I've seen it get really popular more in in like uh the UK and stuff like that. Um it's been pretty popular over there. I'm just joking, but I just enjoyed listening, so shout out to y'all for putting on what sounds like a great tournament. Yeah. Thank you. We'll, and we'll catch it's, you next time. Like but... you said, it's not easy. No. It is not. And uh yeah. Thank you everybody so much for listening and we hope to see you there next year if you are and uh yeah have a great night everybody good night good night see you. all right i just ended the stream i'll stop crying